Welcome to the Menopause Moguls Podcast, where you'll learn how to slay in menopause and in entrepreneurship at the same damn time. I'm your host, Dr. Joyelle, a board-certified OBGYN, the menopause mogul, and the startup business coach for Black perimenopausal and menopausal women. Are you a professional woman, 40 and over, who's afraid of how you'll look, feel, and even think when you approach menopause? Or you want to take back control of your mind, body, and spirit during your menopausal transition? Are you 40 and over and want to build and launch your own business, doing something you absolutely love and create the life you want on your own terms? Are you 40 and over and want to reclaim your power, joy, and time during your menopausal transition and beyond so you can pursue your wildest dreams? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you are where you are supposed to be. This podcast will not only prepare you for what to expect during the menopausal transition, but equip you with simple strategies to launch a thriving business while managing menopausal symptoms with ease and in optimal health. Ladies, you will learn that menopause is not the end, but the beginning of your next level as you launch your own business, your own brand that dominates in your industry like a mogul. So let's get started so you can slay your day like a menopause mogul and build your legacy. Hello, hello, ladies. OMG, it's been a minute. <laughs> How is everyone doing? I miss y'all. I miss talking to y'all. Y'all, it's been a journey. It's been a journey. Um, it continues to be a journey. And I have so much to share with y'all. Those of you who have been binging on old episodes since I've been gone. Thank you. Those newcomers, those new listening, new new listeners. Hello, hello. It's Dr. Joyelle. I appreciate you for listening to prior episodes. Y'all, it's just I I have so much to share. And what first I want to say is, you know, I wanted to start with saying what I am right now and, <laughs> and what, you know, I've learned so much about myself since I've been gone, <laughs> since I've been gone from the podcast and social media, like everything I've been. I've just been being, and I have lots to say about that too, but I'm not going to say, talk a lot about that today. This first episode, you know, returning back, I wanted to to share with y'all my experience with COVID and post-COVID and how I feel like perimenopause is like a cousin to COVID. (laughs) And how perimenopause actually helped me through this whole post-COVID experience. 
So I'm going to share that with y'all. But before I even go into that, I wanted to say how my how God has been speaking to me and how he wants me to speak more about him. And real talk, he's had, he has told me this before, like, I want you to talk about me. And, and I was, and I have to be honest, like, I was like, but people want to hear about menopause. <laughs> like, you know, and it, so it made me uncomfortable. Like I, I would mention how, you know, God has got me through things and, you know, how I'm so grateful to God for his grace, for him, you know, being the source of my power and my strength, you know, especially through this time. But I was uncomfortable, like talking about him. And it was because I was like, you know, I don't know the scriptures like that. Like, you know, like I, I don't memorize scriptures. Like the only scripture that I know is Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I know that is because that is what I had on a sticky note all through college, all through med school on my desk. And I'm going to talk about that too in another episode. Y'all, I got so much. <laughs> I got so much to share with y'all. But, you know, God is bringing me through a change. And and it just really goes along with this whole perimenopause, menopause transition. And what he's speaking to me is like, you know, you are the midlife, you know, the, the menopause mogul, but also a midlife transition coach. Like I want to empower women through their transition through menopause, as well as that transition into their dreams of entrepreneurship, you know, in these midlife years. Um, and that's what he's speaking to me. And, you know, and like I said, he wants me, and it's funny, like, and he's like, I created you, right? Like he created us as women to go through these changes. Duh. So why wouldn't I talk about him? <laughs> why wouldn't I mention him in the conversation? So, so I just want to let you all know, you know, know that because, you know, if that, you know, I've heard people say like, oh, I stopped listening to this podcast because she started talking about God, you know, like from, you know, from other people, like just from other podcasts. And so I just don't want to just tell you that, you know, that make, if it makes you uncomfortable, you know, that's fine. God bless you. And you can unsubscribe. <laughs> But I'm not trying to say I'm going to be out here like preaching, like that's not and like you know, uh, reading multiple scriptures around the pocket. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm, what I'm saying is that I am definitely, as I've been really been deep into the Word, um, into the Bible over this time that I've been away, there are definitely a lot of scriptures that spoke to me, and that also you know felt connected with the transition into menopause, with the transition into entrepreneurship. So it all goes together. So, so I wanted to say that, you know, that is something that, you know, that's going to be different moving forward with the podcast that I will be just, you know, speaking more of. And I don't know how long that would be, you know, because the thing is that I 
have to, what I'm also, you know, continue to learn to do is own all of me. And I am first a child of God and I have to own that. And I cannot say another thing, do another thing without acknowledging him and how much he has brought me through so much. And also to warn y'all, it's going to be, it may be a lot of crying on this episode too. (laughs) Because it just makes me very emotional still that what, you know, the things that I've been through, you know, not just all these last few months, but throughout my life that he has helped me through. And, uh, not just have to give him the glory because I would not have done this without him. And I, I have forgotten about that. And that's when I, when I mentioned having the sticky note in college and med school, that sticky note was thrown in the trash once I made it right. Like once I got, became a, a full-fledged doctor, I was like, Oh, I'm good. I'm good. And I was leading to, on to my own understanding and not really, you know, leaning on him like I was before. So it's just been a lot. It's been a lot um, that I have learned and continue to learn about myself and just about what I'm supposed to do in this season of my life. And uh, so, yeah, so that's where I am. (laughs) That's how I'm starting and I'm just looking forward to talking to y'all, um, not only, you know, now, but, you know, on future episodes, I just have so much, so much that I want to share. And, um, so, like I said, just so many things that I just want to just do differently, um, within myself, just being more, just having more freedom just to be right. Just to be and not worry about what people going to say, what they going to think. Cause right this, you know, at this point, I don't care. <laughs> I, I don't, I'm learning not to care. It's like, I have to be who he wants me to be. And that may rub some people the wrong way. And, you know, and that's okay. And I'm, you know, finally being okay with that, right? Like before I was like, oh my God, what are they going to say? What are they going to think? Like, I can't do this. I can't say this. And now I'm like, it's all good. It's all good because it doesn't matter. It only matters what he thinks, what he feels. It doesn't change um, how he feels about me. So so that's where I am, y'all. And like I said, I wanted to share, you know, this whole experience with COVID and post-COVID, because that was the thing that was like, God, I was not expecting all this. Like, (laughs) I was not expecting all this. So I'm going to be looking at my notes because, y'all, it was a lot and I had to write it down and I probably still forgot some things. But, you know, I have a a journal. You know, I've been journaling, I don't know, for for forever. Um, And it's funny that this new journal that I got it's a journal that has just a bunch of profiles of black women, you know, cartoonish black women. Um, and this is, I started my journal with this story of me having COVID. I'm like, 
you know, this is my new journal. And I wasn't expecting to start with this this story, but here I go. <laughs> just like just like life, just full of surprises and challenges. Is and and that's you know, honestly, that's what it's supposed to be, right? So, so yeah, so the story. Here's the story. Here's the story. And I I think I mentioned on the last couple episodes, I did mention the last episode, you know, how I had COVID. And y'all remember the, if y'all was have been listening, the last episode, I was like, I'm good, y'all. I'm feeling better. I'm on the mend. And clearly that lasted for, I think, that day. <laughs> and then it went downhill from there. <laughs> it went downhill from there. But um, like I said, I, this whole experience, I think, I guess what I mentioned before, perimenopause is like cousins with COVID, just given the things that I went through, as well as at the same time, it actually helped me manage through um, this process. So here's the story. And I may, like I said, been repeating some things from the last episode about when I had COVID, but whatever. Here we go. Um, so. The story started on April 21st <laughs> when I returned from Disney. You know, I have three kids. We took them to Disney for spring break, you know, the magical place on earth. And we came back with COVID. And I'm like, really? Like we had dodged that for two years, two and a half years. And here we go, go to Florida, go to Disney and get COVID. So I'm like, really? That that's not even cool. But so we came back on the 21st. And uh and uh I started to have a scratchy throat on Tuesday, on the Tuesday before, on my Tuesday of that same week, actually. And uh I felt a little dizzy after writing. And this is before, this, I'm sorry, this is before the 21st of April, like before we got home. This is like, you know, during the last few days of um, being at Disney. Um, so I had a scratchy throat that Tuesday. Then I felt dizzy after a roller coaster ride with the kids. And, you know, the kids was like, let's go again. I'm like, uh, okay, I'll do it again. And <laughs> got on the roller coaster again. And I was like feeling even more diz- dizzy. So the kids was like, oh, let's go on the other roller coaster before I go to it. And I'm like, I, yeah, I have to sit this out. Like, again, that was me trying to, you know, be there for the children. Like, yeah, I gotta, you know, be that mom. But at the same time, like, your body's like, girl, you better sit your butt down. Like, what you doing? No, no, you're not doing that. So I had to be like, no, nah, kids, I, I can't go with y'all. y'all. Y'all gonna have to go on this with daddy and y'all go ahead and I'm gonna sit this one out. And it was supposed to be the best roller coaster in the in the in the park. So I was kind of mad that I <laughs> that I had to miss it, but I had to listen to my body. And that listening to my body, that's also going to be something I'll be mentioning probably multiple times with this story. But anyway, set out. And then Thursday, April 21st, that's when we came back. And I was sniffing on the plane the whole time, ears popping, so much pain. Got home, fever and chills. And my husband, you know, did a home test uh, and it was positive for COVID. I'm like, great. So, you know, I had a stuffy nose. I had a cough, shortness of breath, um, tachycardia, which is another, you know, word for um, rapid heart rate. 
So I would just have tachycardia just with walking around, just with showering, even like putting lotion on my body, y'all. Like I would, a heart rate would go up into like 120s. I'm like, really? So all of that lasted for about a week. And like I said, I think I recorded that that last episode on a Friday. And I was like, yes, I'm feeling okay. I'm feeling better. And this was the, the, the Friday, the week after, obviously. So, so yeah, I was feeling better. And, but then that, that wasn't the case. I started getting headaches and the tachycardia got worse. And I felt really winded going up and down the steps, feeling winded, washing dishes, like just normal activity. Like I could not do, I had to go sit down. I'm like, really? And, um, that we went into mother's day. And I basically went the whole weekend in the bed, not feeling well. Um, you know, the girls and kids came into the, you know, bed with me and and uh, spent some time with me, you know, on that weekend. And then the girls developed um, COVID too. You know, they had a sore throat, but their they, they last that that their symptoms lasted for a couple of days, and they were fine. Um, my husband and son was able to um, dodge all of it as they were taking care of us. <laughs> um, but they were fine. But like I said, I started to get these other symptoms a week later, you know, after um, having COVID. So I decided to, decided to see my primary care doctor. And, um, you know, she was, you know, obviously bothered by the tachycardia and, you know, these headaches I was having. So I saw her um, on a Tuesday and, you know, she did all their blood work, did the EKG, checked my heart and everything looked fine. I had uh, one of the blood work was something called a blood test, essentially to kind of see if you may have a blood clot. It's called a D-dimer. And that was positive. So she was like, you know, that could still be non-specific. Doesn't mean you have a blood clot, but you know. So anyway, she did the blood test and actually eventually came back positive that evening. So I had to go to the ER for a CAT scan of my chest to make sure I don't have a pulmonary embolism or a clot in, in the lung. Um, so did that. That was fine. Praise God. Um, my lungs looked okay. So it was no concern there. So then what happened? I was, again, just having this tachycardia, feeling winded. Um, like I said, walking up down the steps. I, I just couldn't do anything. I, I couldn't um, just do normal activities, bathing, lotion, like lo- putting lotion on you, like all the like normal stuff you were just like, like we take for granted. I felt like I was 90 years old. Because I, I just I just couldn't do it. And then I wanted, you know, obviously I wanted to feel better. And I'm like, okay, like why well, I'm not feeling better. Um, I just want to feel better. <laughs> I want to get back to ex- exercising because I hadn't been exercising in like two weeks. I want to get back to my normal routine. And I just, you know, I just couldn't do it. And then I went to I went to bed that evening, not bed, but I was in the bed um, Wednesday evening, just watching my normal Wednesday night TV, Chicago, Chicago PD and y'all Chicago PD fans out there, (laughs) favorite show, one of my favorite shows. But as I 
was watching TV, I suddenly felt my head shaking like I was nodding the word no. So I'm like, okay, what's, what's happening? So my husband was laying next to me he, and I was like, do you see my head moving? And he said, yeah. And I said, I'm not doing that. And he was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not. It's doing that by itself. And he's like, oh, okay. And it kept doing it. Like it wouldn't stop. So I was like, he's like, should we go to the ER? <laughs> and I was like, oh, gosh. You know, laying there. And at this point, I'm, I'm like, I don't even know what to expect next. And I was even afraid of going to sleep, y'all. Like, I was like, I don't even want to fall asleep like this. Like, I don't even know what's next. Like, what else is going to happen to me? Because by this point, like I said, I was having headaches. I was having tachycardia, feeling windish or the breath. Now my head is bobbing back and forth. And I was scared. Like I say, it's scared to go to sleep and just scared of what was going to happen next, right? And before I go on, you know, when women are going through perimenopause and, you know, basically kind of going through that journey, things start happening to their body and their mind that they didn't expect or that, you know, they wouldn't expect. And it's scary, right? to not know what's going on with your body and, you know, not knowing, um, you know, what to do or, you know, what, um, what can you do to actually make it, make it better? So that first thing, you know, connection, connection between perimenopause and COVID, um, in regards to, you know, like I said, they, they being cousins, they kind of similar in that way. Um, the other similarities was the the palpitations I was having, which some women can have in perimenopause. Um, I also, I failed to mention, I was also getting um, a lot of body aches, burning sensations, brain fog, memory loss, like all of that, right? And those things are also related to perimenopause, right? So I'm like, y'all cousins or something, because like, this is not, this is not cool. Um, but luckily, prayerfully, I did not get my night sweats back, <laughs> which was which was good, which was good. But I honestly would have traded that for all the stuff that I went through. Like I, the the head tremor, like y'all, I was I was like I I I was terrified to be honest. Like I was terrified. I did not want to fall asleep. And you know, by this time it was like almost midnight. So back to the story, I call my parents. And I was like, um, we need to go to the ER. And can you guys come over to stay with the kids? So they came over. Uh, I was in the ER for three hours. <laughs> Y'all know the ER is just so like, uh, it has to be a better way. And then another thing that also spoke to me through this COVID and post-COVID journey, just the healthcare system and uh, how we, we all know, like, it's just, 
it just needs to change. It just needs so many changes. But, you know, went through the ER and they did, I was also having some chest pain and did all the normal workup for chest pain to make sure I'm not having a heart attack, that type of thing. Um, The ER doctor was like, I don't know what's, I don't know what the head trim is about. (laughs) I, I, I don't know what to tell you about that. So it wasn't really helpful for that. So, uh, but, uh, you know, like I said, I got some imaging and um, basically uh, some, you know, monitoring and blood work and um, was sent home. Like there was really nothing that they could um, offer <laughs> as far as assistance. So I was like, all right. So I called my primary doctor that next day again, scared because I'm like, I don't know what's what's happening. Um, and she actually had ordered an MRI of my head, you know, because of this, this new tremor. Because she had just saw me, what, the day before or two days before? And she was like, yeah, this you didn't have this one when I saw you. I'm like, uh, yeah. So I got an MRI of my head. That was also an experience. I'll talk about that in another episode, but... Yeah, I just did this going through all kinds of things. But I got the MRI and it mentioned, you know, a, a, a finding that is sometimes nonspecific. It's called intracranial hypertension. You know, it's just a nonspecific finding um, that could that could or could not be concerning. Right. So because of it, because it was mentioned in the report, I had to have follow up with a neurologist and um, ophthalmologist. So I've seen all kinds of, I have not seen these this many doctors in my entire life, right? Like, so this was all, again, an experience for me. Um, but I also wanted to share my experience with the neurologist during this time because he was very dismissive um, of this whole process right like so I you know in his office I first saw a resident which you know I'm totally cool with I know you know I was a resident before he's actually was he a resident or a fellow I think he was a resident you know I'm a doctor my husband's a doctor so we we know like we understand and we're cool with people learning and you know helping people learn so it's all good so he took my history you know and did his own exam the, the resident and then the neurologist his attending came in and, uh, you know, the resident is giving his report of what, you know, what my story was. And the and neurologist interrupted him was like, well, I thought she had a tremor where I don't see no tremor. So because at that moment, it was not happening. So at this point, my tremor, you know, my head, my tremor with the knot that that looks like I'm saying no. Was it going on at that moment? And it had at this point been. You know, I have it would have long periods of me doing it, and then it would stop, and have long periods of me doing. It. So you know, it would just kind of go back and forth. So he walked in, and was like, "I don't see no tremor. Like, where's the tremor?" And the resident was like, "Well, she did have it, you know, while you know during my um, interview with her, and then during the exam, and then as he was talking, it started again. He was like, "Oh, oh, okay, all right." So I'm like, dude, what, 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 what is that about, <laughs> right?" So, you know, so the resident's kind of finishing his interview. The neurologist asked me, you know, asked me a couple of other questions. 
And then he was like, yeah, I mean, I think the tremor is probably um, just from stress. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Did you get the story of me having COVID and all the other things that kind of went along with it? You know, the MRI, what, you know, what that possibly showed you're not going to mention like other possibilities or some other things you can kind of work up just to make sure nothing else is going on. Like this is what I'm saying in my head. And also at the same time, getting really pissed off. (laughs) Like I felt steam coming out of my ears. Cause I'm like, I cannot believe this dude is like, yeah, you know, I think it's just stress. And I'm like, and I said, stress from what, sir? And he's like, stress from your headaches, stress. I'm like, so I'm stressing about having headaches and that's why I have a tremor. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, try again. Like I have been um, through a lot more stress than this. And not to say that it couldn't have been stress induced. However, like we have to do a workup. Like you can't just say like, oh, it's stress. And go in your merry way, lady. Like, that is not cool. (laughs) So that also brings me to stories of women who go in to their doctor's offices. And I've heard these stories myself, you know, expressing their um, symptoms of perimenopause and their concerns and just kind of, you know, dismiss like, oh, you know, it's either, oh, it's all in your head or, oh, you're too early. You're too young for perimenopause. Like all these things, like, and you just totally feel just shut down, um, shut down. And like I said, just pissed off. And I was like, this dude. And then he just abruptly leaves the room. Like, okay, well, I've been in here for 30 minutes and I'm going to leave. <laughs> I have other, I'm like, <laughs> and the resident kind of, was like, oh, well, do you have any other questions? Like, he's just trying to, you know, kind of help help him out. Like, yeah, he, I know he's left crazy, but let me see if y'all have any other questions just in case. Like, no, I'm good. No, no, I'm good. So that experience in and of itself was like, I, my mom, so my husband, you know, he went with me, but he had to leave because he had surgery. So my mom had picked me up. And uh, so I went, you know, down to her in the car when she was waiting for me and I got in the car and I just started crying and she was like oh my god what did neurologist say like <laughs> and I was like oh mom I'm sorry I'm I'm like nothing bad like you know nothing's the the MRI is like it doesn't show anything concerning like I had to like make sure she was like oh my god my daughter's dying like <laughs> so but yeah I was just so I just felt so Oh, how can I describe it? Um, like I said, dismissed and defeated because again, these things are happening to my body and I don't know what is going on, why, why is going on. I mean, I, I had the sense like it's related to COVID. Like I just had COVID, so it must be related to COVID. But, you know, at the same time, we had we can't just assume that. We have to look up you know, makes nothing else going on. So, you know, before the neurologist actually left, he did like, okay, well, maybe we can check, you know, this, this, and this, and you know, make sure it's nothing like that related. So we did some blood work, you know, just, you know, just in case. But it was like, he did that after 
me, my husband and I like asking multiple questions, like, but well, could it be this? Could it be that? Like, oh yeah, it could be. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, let's just check this. So, so, so yeah, <laughs> that, 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 that was stressful. <laughs> that whole experience was stressful. Um, so, so that happened, you know, I went home and just, you know, went to sleep. Cause I was just, you know, at this point, like just pissed off. And then I was able to, you know, to get another appointment with a different neurologist for another opinion. Um, because that's, you know, that is also what I want women to know. Like if you're in a situation where you, you know, you don't have to, you know, settle with someone, with the physician who is not listening to you, is not, you know, understanding where you're coming from or empathizing with you. You can certainly um, have, you know, get multiple opinions if you have to, just to get the answers that you need. So yes, I went to a different neurologist, totally different experience, everything essentially, um, the, the, the tremor actually eventually subsided. Um, I think it lasted, and you know, at one point my kids called me bobblehead because, um, that's how bad it was. And like I said, it's something that, you know, if your body is doing something that you just can't control, like, it's just like, what in the world is happening? But it eventually um, subsided, thank God. And then, like I mentioned before, the tachycardia, feeling winded. I, I also had to get a workup with that. I saw a cardiologist. I had to get a patch on my chest that I had to wear for two weeks to monitor my heart. So I just, you know, went through a whole lot of workups and saw an ophthalmologist, make sure back of my eyes were fine because it was questioned about, you know, some swelling. Like it was just a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. Um, but through all of that, you know, in the beginning of it, you know, like I mentioned before, I just felt like I want to get better. Like, why is this happening? And, you know, and also at that point, I was, you know, looking to get back into my business. I, before that, I had taken a, I had taken a break um, just to kind of do a reset and get back into my business. But then, you know, this COVID happened. And then post-COVID, I was like, um, what, why, what, what are you doing? And Instead of me staying where like, oh, I'm a victim, like, oh my gosh, this is this is crazy, like, why is this happening? I had to step back and like, okay, God, what is the lesson in all this? What is the lesson? And that brought me to me listening to him and listening to my body, right? And Listening to him in the sense of, I told you to rest. And when I was, quote unquote, resting before, it wasn't really rest. (laughs) Right? So, you know, me taking a break and not doing any business, and that was me resting, right? But mentally... My mind was still going, what can I do? What can I do? What can I change? What can I do? Like, it was just like a constant 
pressure on putting pressure on myself to be like, okay, when I get back, I'll do this, I'll do that, like all of that. So that I wasn't really resting, right? Like that wasn't rest. Even though I wasn't physically like posting, I wasn't physically, you know, working on my program. Mentally, my my mind was like, you still gotta do this, you gotta do this, you should change this, like all the time. So I think God was like, um, no, I know, I know God was like, you're not listening to me. Like I told you to rest, completely rest. So because you're not listening, I'm going to have to really sit your butt down because I don't know what you called that before that, that wasn't it. (laughs) So yeah. So that's what I feel post COVID. Like I said, during COVID, like I expected like, all right, you know, this is part of the process. It's, it'll be fine in a week. It'll be fine. But then post COVID came was like, yeah, you're not, you, you still need to sit down. Like you still need to completely surrender. Right. Cause that's, that's the other lesson all this during this whole process. I had not drove uh, my car, my, my truck in two weeks. Like if I, I had my mom, she had to come over and, and help drop the kids off at school, pick them up. Um, I couldn't do anything like I couldn't, I didn't cook. I didn't, you know, any housework, any of that type of stuff, which, you know, honestly, like stuff that I don't want to do anything, but, <laughs> but you know, you do it because you got to do it. Right. But I, I couldn't do anything y'all. And I totally has to be like, sit down and let everyone else help me, which I've never done before. Right. So I think that's the other thing that as far as listening, my, you know, my body and God was like, you need to let people help you, girl. Like, just sit down, sit down and do nothing. Just be. Right. Stop being a human doing and be a human being. (laughs) Be okay with being. That's it. Let people help you. And I had to learn to receive that, y'all. Like, and I call myself letting people help me before, but this was on another level. Like, me and I also have to thank people who pray for me, like in my Facebook group, all the prayers, the prayers from friends, my Facebook friends, my my friends here, you know, in Maryland, my family, my coach, like all I appreciated that so much. And I've never actually asked, like, really truly asked for prayers from people. Because again, I don't want to look again that that's me trying to be all big and bad. Like I'm the strong girl. Like I can do this. I'll get through this. It'll be good. But no, I had to truly be okay with asking for all the things, <laughs> all the things. And this is how I know I don't know. I didn't know how to ask for help because even my coach was like, "How can I help you? What can I do?" And I didn't, I couldn't even answer. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know how to 
ask for help. <laughs> That's how I know I need to learn that lesson. Like you need to learn how to ask for help, girl. Like you cannot do this alone. You cannot do this alone. And you are not alone. You are not alone. God is always present. Always, always, always. He will never leave you. He got you. And yeah, you feel like crap right now, but that is for a reason. It's for a good reason because you need to learn. And God will like, you're going to learn today. <laughs> you are going to learn today. Okay. So, so that was a lesson. The other thing with the other lesson that that's connected to my perimenopause journey is when I mentioned before, you know, instead of being, you know, the victim and what was me, you know, actually also not only asking for what the lesson is in this, but also changing my response, right? I've mentioned this before, just with, you know, how women can handle the perimenopause into the menopause and postmenopause transitions, like you can handle it if you change your response to what is happening to you, right? Um, as far as the changes in mentally, the, the physical changes, the emotional changes, like all these changes that are happening within our bodies. It, you know, in the moments, it feels overwhelming. It feels like out of control. It feels like, oh my gosh, like really? Like why is this happening? But we don't have to stay in this, you know, like, oh, this is happening to me. I have no control. I don't know what to do. Like, you know, although we don't have to stay there, we can change our response to it. And going back to listening to our bodies and just really digging deep and figuring out what we actually need. So I had to ask, like, you know, even when I was going through my, you know, perimenopause in the beginning of all that, I had to ask myself, like, okay, what do you need right now? Like, I'm feeling this way. What, what do I need? Do I need, do I need to rest? Do I need to stop doing this one thing over here or do something else? Like, what do I need to do? And it's the same with, with this as far as, you know, having these post-COVID symptoms. I had to ask myself, like, okay, what, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? I need to, I need to rest. I need to not do this. I need to, you know, focus on the progress that I've, that I've made. Cause this is the other thing. Um, and this is also why, you know, COVID and perimenopause is connected. Just going through this whole post COVID symptoms, you know, talking to other people with who had post COVID, like, oh yeah, girl, I had that. And it lasted for a year. Oh, I had that last for six months. I'm like, what? A year? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> and it's the same with, you know, when women talk about their perimenopausal symptoms, like, oh, it lasted for this long and that long. And you was looking at yourself like, oh, no, what is it going to be for me? Like, oh, God, like what? How long is it going to be for me? So you start worrying like, oh, is it going to be like that for me? And is it going to be, you know, so your, your, your mind just goes into all these different directions like, and you make it be all doom and gloom, but it doesn't have to be that way, right? 
if we change our response and realize um, that, you know, we're all different, right? We're all different, but we all can, you know, change our response to allow us to, even though we're going through these things, even though we're going through these changes, we're able to still find joy in our lives, find peace in our lives through this whole entire process. So changing my response to these post-COVID symptoms in the fact that like, you know, it's like, okay, I, I'm I'm just going to give what my mind, what my body, what my spirit, what does it need right now? What does it need? And decide to give it, you know, give it what it needs. Like, okay, I need that. Okay, I'm gonna do this. Just make those decisions to do that. So I think that really, and that's why I say, you know, how going through perimenopause and changing my response with that allowed me to do the same with my post-COVID symptoms and allowed me to, you know, get through. In addition to praying to God, getting closer to God, like I said, I'm deep in the word. <laughs> I had lovely friends who sent me healing prayers and healing declarations. Like, I'm so grateful. So, so, so grateful for that. So grateful to my coach. So grateful to my friends. Like I said, who just prayed for me. Just, I just appreciated that so much so since all of that my head tremor stopped praise god so i'm no longer bobblehead <laughs> but i'm still dealing with some things y'all like so i'm st- i can still get winded going up down the steps and then all my tests everything came back okay like nothing was you know blaringly crazy like it was just basically they you know basically said like this is all post-covid inflammatory changes that going to take time to you know get better so that that was the gist you know of what was happening but i'm still like so i'm not back to my normal and in the in the in the beginning of that too it's like in the beginning of me actually healing and feeling better i was like i just want to get back to normal and just that's the same thing with perimenopause right like i just want to get back to my normal self like no girl like this is this is a this is a new thing now like <laughs> we we got to accept what the new thing is and go with that right like so we have to uh you know figure out what we need to do in this in this new self as we, you know, go through these changes. So I'm still winded, going up and down the steps sometimes. I am not back to my exercise routine like I was doing before. And, uh, you know, tachycardia still kind of, you know, comes and goes. Um, The brain fog comes and goes. (laughs) The memory loss. (laughs) All that comes and goes the headaches are completely gone which is good so yeah so I'm not back to my quote-unquote normal but I am in the space where I'm accepting the new normal and I'm just taking it 
day by day, right? Like, I mean, that's what, you know, that's what, that's what I'm doing. Like, instead of me, you know, worrying about, oh gosh, I'm not back in my normal. I can't do what I used to do. Like, instead of me going through all that, like, no, I'm just like, okay, this is where I am. What do I need to do again to continue to take care of me and, you know, do the things that I'm passionate about, like talking to (laughs) y'all and helping women through these transitions after 40. Like, it's real, y'all. Like, I just had a birthday, if y'all haven't noticed. I just turned 47, July 12th. Woohoo! And even through that, like, looking at pictures from my birthday last year to this year, I, you know, gained some weight, got some... Got a, a new roll in my back. <laughs> but I had to like own that. Like, all right, this is what I am now. Uh, you know, I'm accepted. Not to say I don't want to change it. Like, I'm still going to, I still want to, you know, get back to exercising regularly um, like I was before um, and, you know, tone down. But, you know, I'm I'm not stressing over it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, oh my God, you know, before I was like, oh my God, my bathing suits, like I get another bathing suit because I don't like the way my role's going to look like, <laughs> like girl, please, you, it'll be fine. <laughs> it'll be fine. Um, because what I feel on the inside, like, I'm just, I'm just so more, I'm just so um, better connected to what I need to nourish my inside that, that, you know, doing that has allowed me to just, you know, feel better in general and just keep moving forward and keep trusting God that he will just continue to bring me, you know, through all of these processes and I, you know, like I said, I think just in general, like, you know, like I mentioned in the beginning, like he created um, our bodies, women, you know, women to go through these changes, you know, our periods and having babies and, you know, menopause, like he created our bodies to do this. And I think, you know, with all these changes, they're all there's a reason, you know, for it all. Um, and I, and, I, and it's not, is the reason is not to torture us. <laughs> Even though it feels that way. <laughs> but I think it's more so for us to just get better connected with ourselves, better connected with our higher selves. And that is what I'm striving to do. Just being more connected with my higher self through these transitions. Um, And that's what I want to help all of you do as you are going through all these transitions, y'all, because I get it. Like you can get into a headspace where it just all seems very overwhelming and just out of control and just doesn't feel good. And you don't know what to do. Like, you know, all of that. And we can all change that. We can all change it to, you know, to serve our souls, like, and that's what I'm, you know, to, I'm just into, 
um, really connected with my soul, my spirit, um, and being led by that, being led by, you know, the Holy Spirit and just being led to serve what my my spirit, my soul desires. So yeah, that's where I am, y'all. Um, that is my COVID, post-COVID story and how I think perimenopause and COVID are related, cousins or something. Um, but at the same time, like I said, I think me having going through perimenopause and what I, the struggles I had with that, but me changing my response in those moments helped me go through what I went through post-COVID symptoms in regards to just help me change my response in this, you know, in this most recent time period with, you know, having these post-COVID symptoms and being able to, you know, manage through and learn the lessons um, that I needed to learn um, through this journey. So, so yeah, so that is the story. (laughs) And that is all I wanted to share with y'all today. But like I said, I have so, so much, so many other lessons (laughs) that, um, that I have want that I want to share with you all and uh so stay tuned thank you thank you thank you for listening to my story (laughs) thank you for um subscribing to the podcast and please tell all the ladies that you know to subscribe please leave a review if any of this connected resonated with you all please do a review um, that's another thing that I'm learning, and I don't think I mentioned just asking for things, right? Just asking, right? So I'm asking y'all to give a five-star review and make you know, write a review and let me know what you think. Let me know, like I said, if anything resonated resonated with you. I'm just looking forward to this new season, um, chapter 47 <laughs> for me. Uh, I'm just looking forward to it, looking forward to what God has prepared for me, not just for me, but for what he wants me to do for you, Um, because ultimately that is why I'm here. Um, It is what I'm also continuing to learn that it's so much bigger than me. And that is what he's shown me, like it's so much bigger than you. So get over yourself. And get back out there and talk to these women, talk to these ladies, talk to these queens um, in these midlife years. Because it's like I, said, I know it's a lot. It's a lot. It is a lot. But that is okay. That is okay. It's supposed to be. <laughs> it's supposed to be. And, and that's what I realized too. It's all all these things are supposed to be happening. It's, it's supposed to. It's, it's, it was designed to do that. That's it. That's how God designed it. So who are we to dispute it? Like, why you got to do this? Why? What? What? No, that's how he designed it. He designed it for a reason. And we just, again, just have to look within ourselves, you know, and and figure out um, 
and ask him, you know, what, you know, what his purpose is for us. But I know what he wants us to do is, you know, truly honor our temples, our mind, body, and spirit, right? Like all of it, all of it. Um, I know that's what he wants us to do. So as I do that for myself, I certainly want to help you all do the same. So, all right, y'all. So that's what I have for you today. Again, thank you for listening. And again, don't forget to write a review. Let me know what you think, what resonated with you. As always, I want to send you all love and light um, through your journeys, through, you know, all the things. So, all right, y'all. So until next time, y'all take care. Thanks for listening. If you had any aha moments or learned something new, please let me know by leaving a review. And please share this episode and share this podcast with all the ladies that you know. Head on over to my website, drjoyelle.com and subscribe to get my monthly newsletter and get all the tea on women's health news and business news. Also, join my private Facebook group, Menopause Moguls, so we can thrive in menopause and in business as we build our legacies together.